Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Welcome to First City Forum, my friends. It is a lovely rainy day in Ketchikan, Alaska. My name is Catherine Tatsuda, and I am so very thankful to be here with you today. I have two beautiful ladies in the oh, studio yeah. with me. Hello. Good morning. I, good morning. I have Elizabeth Nelson and Amanda Glanzer with First City Players stopping by to talk all things theater in Ketchikan. How are you doing today? We're doing, well, I can speak for myself. I am doing well. (laughs) Doing well? (laughs) Being grammatically correct. There you go. Absolutely. Doing well. Doing well. Kind of missing the. the, the sun, clear blue skies from yesterday. Oh, yeah. You know it's fine. We appreciate there's right. more when we have days like today. Yes, absolutely. And it's easier to be inside and yes. rehearse and when it's not sunny right. and beautiful outside. Yeah. So I will always look at the bright side, look yeah. at the sunny side of the street, all of that, always. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we've got lots going on right now. Um we are speaking of rehearsals. Speaking Speak, of rehearsals, I was going to say, what are we, we rehearsing are for? <laughs> into rehearsals for our next show, which performs the twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth of April, and this is what we call our multi generational show. And by that we mean it's a show that kids and adults are working together on the same project to create art on the stage. And this is a musical, and it's entitled honk like honk honk <laughs> um it is a retelling of the ugly duckling duckling story and it is so fun so oh lighthearted, gosh, so, so silly and at the same time you know smackson has a lovely little message that is embedded within the story it's the huns christian anderson everybody i think is familiar with it um but it's just a a, a, a darling i I need the right adjective. It's just a. It's it's exists. lovely. It's, it's perfect, adorable. It's, lovely, it's perfect, sweet. Adorable, like yeah, heartwarming. Things. Right, but I funny. love what Amanda has said about it in the past, so I'm going to steal it. Like um, <laughs> like like a Pixar film where there's written for children. There's everything in it is appropriate for children, but embedded in that, there are lovely little things that will just make an adult laugh out loud that will go right over a kid's head. Yeah. And there And there's so it's not anything risque. It's no. just the way that things are said or phrased or done or right. whatever that an adult will go, ha <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's just it is such a fun show. And on top of that, you add to a really lovely script and very tuneful score so it's oh something gosh, that songs are stuck in my head 24 yeah, 7 right there you know the, <laughs> when you study th- musical theater one of the things that they'll talk about is is a show hummable and that was a criticism of Stephen sondheim that he wasn't necessarily a hummable composer this score is hummable you are going to remember those tunes you're going to think about them and they tie beautifully in just lyrically they're they're funny the lyrics are interesting the lyricist does just fun little internal rhymes that get you every time it's a really really well written show really smartly written funny but i mean if you're into that it's very punny (laughs) i mean it's It's all about 
most of the characters, the vast majority of the characters in the show are birds. So there's all kinds of bird puns. And they're pretty funny. They're very funny. Yeah. And uh, so we have a, a really excellent cast for this show. The way it's written, it is written for 12 actors to perform... 30-some roles. And uh, this is not the first time we've done this kind of show. Right before the pandemic started, right, in the, right on the tip of it, we did a show called The 39 Steps, which was four actors playing about 125 roles. So Oof. this is nothing. This is easy This is nothing. This is child's play compared to The 39 Steps. But still, these particular actors are having to play... Um, but mainly birds, really. Mainly they're birds. mainly birds. There's there's chickens and ducks and swans and a geese and a turkey, and then there's also a couple of cats. Yeah. There's um, what frogs. Am I oh, frogs. There's frog frogs and, and a froglet. Bunch of uh, lily pads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of everything in the show. Snow and rain yeah, a blizzard mm-hmm. just all those things happen it's um it's an it's written in the epic style which means that it's a traveling show a, a show that travels through time so we're watching i mean i'm not going to give away plot here by telling you it's a, a duckling that isn't really a duckling <laughs> it's really a swan and so we watch oh the God, journey spoilers. i know <laughs> i know we watch the journey of this this little uh, poor ugly duckling grow into something very beautiful and on the way he has lots of challenges and lots of things he has to overcome meets wonderful companions and some scary ones and um just survives the journey and it's it's just a blast i um i first became aware of this show as a junior version something that was has been um edited to do with kids and then i saw a cut version of it at an adult theater competition that uh, was so funny and so charming. And it's been on my short list for years and years and years. And I don't know why I never got it off the short list. We were going to do it in spring of 2020. And then everybody knows what happened then. So we're excited to have, finally like, bring it back. First round auditions had a callback had, list. Yeah. Had callbacks got canceled yeah. because that's when we... Because everything shut down and the world shifted. (laughs) And the world shifted. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really excited. And we have a a wonderful, I keep using the same words. It's a wonderful mix of people in this cast. There's names that are very familiar to people. There are some new faces. As always, we have five um, four sixth sixth graders and one eighth grader as the ducklings and froglets, and then um, eight adults who are playing all the rest of the roles. And I don't remember the last time I have had this much fun at rehearsals. I, oh my gosh, I go home and my cheeks hurt because we're just laughing so much. Right? Yeah. No, you, you laugh until it's <laughs> it's almost painful, and it's a lot of it is just because we're enjoying the show. We're enjoying things that happen within the show. But as a director, I always uh, it always feels better when you have a group that that completely connects with each other that create that ensemble very yes. early yeah. because the work that we can create and what we can do and the pictures that they are going to be showing and the the story that they will be telling is easier to create because you're not having to climb over um, interpersonal 
hills stuffs yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's it's really exciting to be able to to do this with this group of people it's fun to be in a, mm-hmm. in a room with these people like i really look forward to being i, I was cast I was you were cast. cast yes so congratulations cast. and it's really just fun to be with these people mm-hmm. everybody in the cast and i mean i i know Philip, I've known since he was in fifth or sixth grade ish, somewhere around there. <laughs> and this is the first show that I've gotten to be on, like with him yeah. in the show, and that's super exciting. And um, I've I've worked several times with Kyle Kyle J Bailey, <laughs> Kyle G Bailey, <laughs> Kyle J Bailey, but I've never had like a song with him or any like real interaction with him. And I have that in this show. Yeah. And it's, I just, I love these people. I just love these people. And Peter Epler is like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. So that's super fun. Yeah. It's just, it's so much fun. Oh my gosh. Go through the cast. Yeah. I was going to say, um, so can I interject really quickly? Sure. Yes. I remember when it was, you know, Honk was on the, it was going to be 2020 yeah. and I read the script beforehand and I just loved it. Really just yes. the sweetest, sweetest, mm-hmm. fun, all the work that we've already said (laughs) I mean and it was just like oh yeah so it's been like I was on my radar and and I was so pleased to see that it was going to be performed this year I was really excited and anyways my life is crazy I was like oh maybe I'll go audition yeah no not doing it I can't even show up for anything but you know the thing that's so great about this show is it really is well one of the things that's wonderful about this show is it it is a show that is it has something for anybody Mm -hmm. so you can of course bring your kids and feel absolutely comfortable that they will enjoy it that it will move quickly that the songs are fun and tuneful they're not going to get bored by long uh long monologues <laughs> that they don't understand yeah it's colorful sherry henriksen is cre- and beth van erickson are creating costumes and they're fun and whimsical mm-hmm. and vibrant and beautiful colors holly knoyer is creating the sets keith smith is doing lighting we have steven varela Kosak, who is uh, doing our technical direction and just kind of putting all the pieces together so all those artists are all making the same picture on stage. It's just fluid and fast and a delight. So tickets go on sale Thursday. Friday. Friday. I don't know what day Friday. of the week is what. They're going to go on they sale. They go on sale on Friday. Perfect. And you really do want to bring your kids to the show. You just yeah. make it a family event. And bring yourselves. If yeah. you're oh my just, gosh, if you, you don't need kids Yeah, you don't need, need kids. If you're right. looking for something that is feel good, that is uplifting, mm-hmm. a break away from, I mean, it, we're coming into spring, mm-hmm. but it's still cold and it's still, <laughs> it's rainy, still rainy. And it hasn't decided if it wants to be spring or not, you know, right. and you're looking for something to help help to lift you mm-hmm. up this is absolutely 100 percent it yeah absolutely so and i love that you know this because yeah, you've read the i script. read the, yeah. i did and i love it it's yeah. just darling it really is it, it's yeah happy. it's, it's just, happy even though i have to say when we were when we did the read through you know when ugly is first born and everybody's so mean there are they really are it's so <laughs> awful there's a whole song in the show that's called look at him and the rhythm of it is look at him and 
everybody is singing this. The entire duckyard, except for his mother, are all singing this rhythm at this poor, gangly duck. And he's just, he's like, just doesn't get it. He's hes such a la 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 kind of guy. You know, like, why are you being mean to me? I don't get it. What did I do? Right. Yeah. And he's so sweet. And we're like, hey, 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 look at you. And he, you, just, you just can't help but feel a little guilty. In that moment. Right. Well, I mean, I'll sure I'll get over it. Right. But. Sure. <laughs> well, other things that are, are so funny is the, the, in the opening song where everybody's being introduced and the cat comes in, and then there's a the moment that all the barnyard animals and the, <laughs> the lyricist created sounds that really are pretty awesomely poultry like. And Maureen, which is one of the characters that Amanda plays, says, and it's all part of a song. Okay. So. <laughs> Those are literally the words that are written oh, in it. the book. Right. I love it. <laughs> so they're all the way through. Every animal on stage has some sound that it's not a real word. Yeah. But it's sort of a relation of what an animal would sound like in right. this barnyard. And when they're all going together, it really, if you've ever been <laughs> in the middle of a barnyard where there are a lot of ducks and geese and chickens, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's hilarious is how they got that. Um, anyway, so the, just these little barnyard there's, scenes there's are so one, fun. There's one song that um, Paige plays a hen. And, look at um, me. Or look Tommy, at you. Tommy Varela plays a turkey. a turkey. And she sings first. And I don't, if you don't know Paige, just picture the most elegant teenage girl that you have ever thought of. Who has been dancing ballet since she was five. Right. And and just has a really lovely, lyrical, high, beautiful voice. And she's just, I just, she's so elegant. And she has this, this, this solo. And every like few five or six words, she goes, (laughs) and it starts out, peck, peck. And it's so in the back. And it's hilarious. And then Tommy follows her, and Tommy has this beautiful tenor voice, and he's singing so beautiful, and then he's like, <laughs> I can't even do it. Do I can't turkey. even do it. Yeah. He's he's perfected it. But it, like the turkey noise. And it's just so funny. What the most the rest of us have to hide our faces in our in our libretto books because we're just laughing so hard. Ra- right. Yeah. We're not we laughing at there. you, but we're laughing at you because that's yeah. hilarious. Yes. It's just it's very it's well, I guess that sort of says exactly what the show is all the way through. Um, so yeah, yeah, you don't want to miss it. In the show, we have Amanda Glanzer, Danny Steep, who, if you saw Charlie Brown last year, played Lucy. Um, Tiffany Pickerel, who has not done anything with us for years and years and years. Oh, exciting. She was in, she was really involved in K-High drama in the 90s when Claire Bennett was still teaching drama at the high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's exciting. She's got this gorgeous alto voice that is just... Hmm, really makes me happy to listen to mm-hmm. every day. Warming. Yeah. Uh and 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 then Paige Avila is the fourth woman. And then we have Peter Epler, who again, if you saw Charlie Brown last year, he played Linus. <laughs> that was when we first began rehearsal, Lucy and Linus are brother and sister in uh-huh. Charlie Brown, but now they're husband and wife and it, oh, <laughs> there was some weirdness. There was some weirdness. It was a little it was a little actor moment. <laughs> they got there. They got there. Um, uh, Philip Smith, who played Pippin in this fall's Pippin. And uh, just a side note for him, he is going away to college 
in the fall to study music theater. So this is probably our last opportunity to see him on stage. And it's pretty fun to be able to work with him Mm -hmm. and and let that that all evolve. Mm -hmm. Tommy Varela Kosak is the turkey and the bullfrog, amongst other things. Kyle G. Bailey. And Kyle G. Bailey <laughs> is the cat. Yeah. And he only plays the cat. He yes. only plays the cat. The cat is the role, right. is is the cat role. Well, <laughs> the cat plays only the cat. <laughs> Ugly, the, the duckling, only plays the duckling. Which is and, what Philip is. Right. Okay. And um, Danny Steep, who plays Ida, and that is Ugly's mother, only plays the mother. So those three are... are they are the only ones that only have one identity. Okay. Right. The the kids, we have Mason Avila as a froglet and duckling. We have Clyde Lamone as the same thing. Um, uh, uh, Jocelyn Tacker, it's the brain. <laughs> Sarah Reynolds, Addie Epler... Did I get everybody? I got all five. Yay! Good job! I know. Yeah, it was supposed to be four kids, but you called back five Five. that did really well Mm, in the first round. You couldn't cut somebody, right? Well, there was nobody to cut. There really wasn't. There was no reason to cut anybody. There was no... It would have just been doing it at a dartboard just for random, like... Whatever. Okay, your name. Sorry, that it's sad to be you because I just your name was on the dartboard. Yeah, and it just didn't feel worth it. Yeah, so that's, those kids, man. Oh my gosh, they're, they're hilarious. They're they're hilarious. They work hard. They're all pretty dang good singers. Mm-hmm. There's some part of this show has some really tricky rhythms, really tricky rhythms, and there it's built so that in in a single song there'll be four different things going on at the same time. So you're singing your own line mm, against other people doing mm-hmm. a counter rhythm to that. And the froglets and the ducklings have carry a lot a of those. Lot of those. <laughs> and I was really worried about them after the first time we went through it. Just like, this is so tricky. Yeah. But everybody has, um, because, you know, it's modern, modern, it's modern world, right? Yes. right. Um, the company that we, that we uh, do the rights through has a, app called Rehearse Score, which mm-hmm. actually allows you to listen to an accompanist play your part, but you can pull your parts out so you can really learn what you need. Those kids worked their patooties off. Yeah, and the did. second time we went through that, they were the only people in the cast who had it nailed. Of course they were. Nailed. I mean, like, there was <laughs> not a second that it was not perfect. I'm not going to defend the adults. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's the power of that child brain. Oh, I know. You know? I know. Say, it's yes. like a Less. sponge. It is. Yeah. It's like a sponge. Oh, it's and just crazy. they yeah. really want to do a good job. Yeah. And, and so they're going to do the yeah. work that it takes. Or maybe yeah. not. They listen to it once and it's there. Well, that's, that's I mean, yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, all... I think Philip learns <laughs> by putting the script on top of his head and walking away. But I also think that those five kids are all extremely talented. Yeah. Yeah. They've all been in in art school and Star Path and multi-gen productions in the past. They're just all really talented kids. They're talented kids and they understand the discipline as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, because theater, well, acting is a discipline as much as it is an art. Yes. And the discipline part is the hardest. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is hard when you have another life that you are living as well to find that space to do what it takes to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, because you make the rehearsal schedule, all of these kids have other things going mm-hmm. on too. So to be able to 
to to turn out what they're turning out on top of mm-hmm. school and all of their extracurriculars. School and just... judo and taekwondo and swimming and baseball and basketball. You name it, basketball. Yeah. yeah, I'm no. just so impressed by those kids. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Honk. That's 22nd, honk. 23rd, 24th of April. Tickets on sale on Friday. Perfect. Don't want to miss it. They'll be online at firstcityplayers.org. They'll be uh, at the office. You can come in and see us. And really, the, the shows are Friday and Saturday at 7.30 and a Sunday matinee at 2.30. And uh, don't miss the show. Don't yeah, miss the show. So a word about ticketing. Um, we are opening the entire auditorium upstairs and downstairs, I believe, right? Upstairs will open after. After downstairs mm-hmm. has, has sold. Okay. Um, and there will be a live orchestra, so we're going to have that buffer around them. And um, I do want to say, when people go to buy tickets, it's okay to buy those tickets that are open. You are still at least... 15 feet away from the orchestra. So don't think just because you're buying the edge. We have buffed out. We've buffed out. We've created a buffer Buffer. around the orchestra. So if you buy a ticket that's available, you're not going to be on top of the orchestra. And I feel like that's, that's... that can be confusing sometimes. Right. Um, so adults are going to be $28. Um, senior youth and military are $24. There is no, I've, got, I've gotten a couple questions over the past several months. There is no more facility use fee. That is, if you buy one ticket, if you buy four tickets, it's, it, it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. We got rid of that fee. Great. Um, we heard you catch a can. It's gone. And you adapted. Yes. Yay. Um, we, there will be... Um, social distance, forced social distancing when you buy your seats, just like with with Eurydice. We're selling every row, but if you buy your tickets, nobody's going to be able to buy the seats that are directly next to you. I think, was it a two-seat or a three-seat buffer? Two-seat buffer. So there will be forced two seats between parties just because as much as this may feel so much better than it did two years ago, and it does, we're still living in that time. There yeah. is still a global pandemic, and we want to make sure that people see safe. So with that in mind, if if you, Catherine, were to buy tickets for you and only two of your kids wanted to come, so you got your three tickets, and then all of a sudden Desiree says, yeah, Mom, I do want to go, and you can, you can call us, and we can put Desiree with you. Perfect. Or whatever. <clears throat> so, um, if you're going to buy tickets for a large group of you, um, do your best to plan ahead and buy them all together. But you are not out of luck if somebody wants to join you later on. Right. So, just keep that in mind. Um, if you are very concerned, if you, for whatever reason, if it's just your peace of mind or if you have... Um, if you're immuno, immunocompromised and you would like to have a complete buffer around you, you don't want anybody behind you or in front of you, call us at the office. Let us know that you want to be completely buffered, and we will set you up with tickets and and block off those seats around you. So um, we want everybody to feel safe when they come to the show and while they're watching the show. So we are more than happy to do that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We're talking with Elizabeth Nelson and Amanda Glanzer right here on First City Forum. I am going to take a quick break and we'll be back after these messages from our lovely sponsors. 
And we are back with First City Forum. I'm Catherine Tatsuda having a wonderful and fun and uplifting and lovely conversation with Amanda Glanzer and Elizabeth Nelson from First City Players. We were just talking about their upcoming show, Honk, which is the multi-generational musical based off of The Ugly Duckling. And I just wanted to throw out there, I think that everybody can relate to The Ugly Duckling story in one way or another. Yeah, you know? we were, when we were in in the middle of rehearsal, just working on the look at look at him song, that mean song I was talking about before. One of the things that I asked before we started working on the song was, who has ever felt as though they were outside, or who has ever felt as though people were looking at them and making fun of them? Every hand in the Every room, hand. Went because we've all had that experience. People aren't quite as ready to admit that they've been the person who right. had been putting somebody else outside. But by the time we finished talking, every single person in that room had to put their hand up because we've all done it at yep. one point or another, not yeah. even trying to yeah. be mean. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Often. Yeah. yeah. But just in some way or another, just making someone else the outsider. And it's a good reminder just mm-hmm. that. We have to be so mindful to take care of each other. Yes. Peter, yet again, holding up that mirror. I know. It does it, doesn't it? <laughs> it it's sure good does. At that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So tickets are going to be on sale for Honk this upcoming Friday. And the show runs the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th nice. of April. Run. I know. <laughs> that was yeah. really good. With a matinee there. So if you want to bring some, some younger folks, it's uh, that's a Sunday afternoon. But that's not all we have coming No, up. you, we, it's... Uh, I, I mean, it's like, tell me, and there's just a list of items of what we're what's overachievers. Happening. You know, yes, I know. Just like to make sure that nobody gets bored. So, this past Saturday, we had a play reading of our June show, which is Peter and the Starcatcher, which is being directed by Claire Bennett. Mm-hmm. And this story is the prequel to uh, to Peter Pan. So Peter Pan and Captain Hook and oh, what's the girl's name? Wendy. Dar- Wendy. No, Wendy. Wendy Darling. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Darling. Is that who's in? I thought the girl's name was Molly. Maybe I'm it is Molly something. in the script. Oh, but it's Wendy. In but the, it's Wendy in the play. That's what oh, I mean. In Peter Pan knows. in the book, right? Okay. Yeah. Obviously, I was not at the play reading. Right. right. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's a really inventive and interesting script, and it comes from from the book Peter and the mm-hmm. Starcatcher, and a lot of people know that that novel and have read it to their children and loved it, including the staff of Parnassus. Oh, yeah. Um, Charlotte Glover reached out to me to talk about sponsoring this show because she had um, people... It, her employees that were that love this book and and just Charlotte can we can we can we so Aww. that's that's really how they became the sponsors of this show is because they love the book right yeah. which is kind of cool it is so auditions are coming up for that uh, April 18th and 19th at 7 p.m. and there are roles for 12 people 12 people. Men and women. Did you, 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 women can play men. I don't know about men playing women, but I don't know why you couldn't <laughs> I don't go both you ways. couldn't do it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. You could. But the roles are written primarily for men, so it would 
be more women more playing women men. Play. Oh, Claire okay. is open to that. She okay. is wide open to it being whatever and just making it fun. If you've ever worked with Claire, you know that it's going to be a lot of physical work mm-hmm. and some demanding physical work and a lot of figuring things out and being creative and playing a lot of games and it's a blast and so you want to come out for that. The 7 o'clock on the 18th and 19th. Yes, and those shows will be the middle two weekends in June. Okay. And I can open my phone and look at a calendar and tell you that it's June 10th, 11th, 17th, and 18th. So that's, um, those are the performances, but again, uh, rehearsals. Auditions, <laughs> Auditions are, 18th are April and, and 18th and 19th. And like any show that we do, the rehearsal schedule will depend on the cast. Right. You yeah. can't say this is what you cast. will be doing because everybody has different lives. It, putting a schedule together for volunteers can make a person crazy. Literally, I'm in the middle of it. Right. Um, you have all these names at the bottom of people who can't be there any given day, and there's no blank squares. Everything and it doesn't look so bad when you're looking through casting. Oh, yeah, it's because different. Because this person is only not available on one day a week. But that's the one day that everybody else can be there. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's really fun. Anyway, but yes. that's not all. Okay. We, there's more than Peter in the story. Yes, so I want to talk really quickly about, um, so do they need to call and reserve uh, nope. time? They can just show up. This one is a show days? up. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, so yeah. if you want to audition, you can just show up. Do they need to be, what they should they prepare they for should, for auditions? They, what they should do, well, they should be familiar with the story. Okay. That's a good idea. I always like to read a script before I audition, but it's not necessary by any stretch of the imagination. Depends on how much you want. Right. I would <laughs> I would advise you to come dressed in clothes that you're comfortable moving in because yes. it's Claire. And so if you come in skin tight jeans that are going to rip when you bend over, you'll be really embarrassed. <laughs> or, or in a or short, short skirt. <laughs> or, or pants that that you yeah. need a belt but you didn't bring your belt. Right. right. Yeah. Whatever it may be. All those things. Just right. things that you're comfortable moving in. That's okay. that's what she would need. Perfect. And that's what will make you feel more comfortable with what you're doing. The play is a play with music. Okay. So you'll sing but literally out of the director's mouth. I don't care if they can carry a tune in a bucket. <gasps> yeah, so. yeah. So it's not, it's you not about You have to be willing to sing, but it's, you're, you're not right. going to be, it's no arias or anything. Right. No, it's like pirates singing badly on a ship. Yes. That kind of, or okay. kids singing together or, yeah, it's not, it is certainly not beautiful musical theater music. Right. It is a play that has music. Right. Okay. That's okay. the difference. And is there an age range that's appropriate for people who I would, would like say to high audition? school and up. Okay. High school and yeah. up. There's no young children roles. And I would say older high school students. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, I think that's important. I think she's to know. looking for more adults. Okay. Adults. Yeah. I think in the script it may say that, that, that I think there's one character that's like. 15 to 25 yeah. or something like yeah. that so so that that yeah okay okay yeah. I think that's important and I just want you listening if you've always just kind of had that desire to be on stage to to act and to see what that is like do it mm-hmm. do yeah. it do it do it we really try to make auditions be fun mm-hmm. so I, there is no way that you can audition and not be nervous. I don't know anyone who can. Mm-mm. There's Mm-mm. something about just feeling judged mm-hmm. when you're there. Yeah. That's just part of it's, the process. It is scary. It is. And it you doesn't can... matter if you know everybody who is there. It doesn't matter if you have auditioned for 140 yep. plays. Including it professional. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yep. There 
<laughs> there's just a place that you get nervous. And anyone who is directing knows that. Yeah. Everybody who is directing can see it. We get it. Mm-hmm. We value it. It all that means is that you care. Right. That's all, and your body is just getting all of that energy up. So don't let the nerves or being afraid that you're afraid and you don't mm-hmm. want people to see you be afraid get in the way. Yeah, or you that you're not be judged on right, that. Right, you or that you're not good enough, or that you might make no, a mistake, you don't know. or any or of that those you've things. not done anything right. with First right. City Players. Right. Every show that we've done since I have been involved with First City Players. We've had someone new that has never done anything with first mm-hmm. city players before. At least one person, sometimes multiple new people. So it's it's really exciting. It is. It is. We love finding new talent. We do. And maybe maybe you don't even know that you're that talented. Well, that's... Come out and show us. That's a real thing. It is. You don't know mm-hmm. that you're that talented or you don't know that this is all of a sudden going to be your thing, yeah. you know? And now you're tapped into this entirely different group of people who are creative and, right. and excited and, and passionate. Welcoming. Lovely, long, lifelong friendships that have yes. been made through that. Doesn't and mean you romances. have to do... Ooh. Oh, we've got a number of a number of players <laughs> We take credit for for a lot of them. Yes. Well, the wedded bliss gives credit to first place for many of them. So there you go. We're not guaranteeing a life partner. No, no, don't show up. Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not something we can promise you. But it does happen. Um, Anyway, so moving on. Yes. Moving on to what else is happening. Uh, Fish Pirate's Daughter will be coming back this summer. Yeah. And last summer, we were really excited to change it up a little bit and to find some business partners to work with, because we like to work with everybody if they want to work with us. So we partnered with Alan Marine Cruises and um, uh, uh, Cape Fox. There it is. And that was gone for a moment. (laughs) And we went out to the Cape Fox cannery, and we used one of those spaces, those long piers, and all of the stuff we found on that pier, and Cape Fox provided a fabulous dinner and there was a no host bar and then Alan Marine took the audience from downtown out there and back and it was just a delightful and fun and engaging evening Mm mm-hmm so we're doing that again for two Saturdays in July, and they are... July 9th and 16th. And so we will have a lot more information about that coming up. This is this is hot news, y'all. This hot was verified yesterday, I think even after 5 o'clock. Ooh, so, so, so you are hearing it first. First, first this hand, is first, first, hand. Yeah. first. So, so yeah, so that will be coming up this year, and we'll have lots of information, including about auditions for the show. Um, oh, my. In, Which in will be... Late May, probably. Yeah, early June, June, somewhere around there. The show is so easy to put together. It's, um, you know, it's just, it's a fun little piece of fluff. Yes. So as long as you don't take it seriously, it's a blast. <laughs> it's a blast. <laughs> and I I just want to say about the, I went last year, it was at, out at, I call it the George Inlet Cannery, but is it, it also has a, like Cape Fox? Well, they own that property. No. It was, so it was the Beaver Falls Beaver Cannery. Falls That's cannery. what it was called, but they okay. call it the George Inlet Cannery. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I went out there and it's a lovely event, but it's mm-hmm. an even greater experience it truly is yeah, no, yeah. It, and because that cannery is incredible so cool the property that it is on is 
stunning. Yes. There's so many old buildings mm-hmm. and history. Yeah. And they have it set up so you can walk through and find things. There's just a really nice nature walk. You can, yeah. It's really lovely. It's a great evening. Yeah. We had a blast. I mean, yeah. it was when, when we cooked up this idea last year um we went out there uh jack finnegan amanda and myself and well jack and i were like (laughs) i can't say candy shop they were like hurting cats i was like come on we need to focus we need to talk the people from cape fox need to talk to come on It was just exciting things to see. Oh, they kept running off. Look at this. We can right. use this for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. I can. I can imagine that. So that's a property that Wes's locals don't get to go right. to very right. often because unless it we is. have an inn or buy a tour or something. Right. You yeah. Know? And I know that the, what what trailhead is right there. Uh, it is Silvis. Silvis. So the yeah. Silvis trailhead is right there. Mm-hmm. But the gate that you have to go through to get to the cannery is is usually locked. Yeah. It's locked and there's big signs that say no trespassing right. so it's and, you know scary yeah but. it's scary you don't want to get arrested well you know maybe you do but <laughs> anyways <laughs> I mean if that's your thing no <laughs> yeah. judgment and so it really like I just really enjoyed the experience of going out there being seeing all of the history that's there when I was a very little girl before the, when that cannery was not even being used right. or anything um, there was someone who was renting space from us was the caretaker for the property so I was able to go inside of it and explore so I just have this like you know nostalgic Aww. thing for it oh, that's sweet. so it was so special just to go yeah. and and to be out there but then also to just to watch how creative and innovative you became with turning uh, Fish Pirate's Daughter which is traditionally done up at you know yeah. the Ted Ferry Civic Center and, and getting creative with how you you know how you put that together right. and I was like just sitting there going this is so great and then like man I wish I was in the play this <laughs> year <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I want to act out here. Yeah. It's pretty special. It really is a pretty special. It's place. like a Ketchikan tradition at a at a classic. Yes. Ketchikan well, place. if you think yes. about Fish Pirate's Daughter, it is performed all over this island. Yeah. Uh, including performing on ferries, and it was at the Sourdough at the Frontier, right. at the Fireside, at the Sons of Norway, just to name a few. Right. It's many other places. Um, so it it was nice. I mean, we only started doing the Civic Center in two thousand four. Okay. So really, that was sort of a a new of newish event yeah. for well, this almost sixty year old show, right? Because it debuted in nineteen sixty six. Right. My dad's senior class. Right. They did a special <laughs> performance. Did, yes. Yeah. They did that upstairs in what is now our building that hopefully someday will be the Performing Arts Center. But I know that Gordon Zerbitz had redone whatever the bar was in the old Stedman Hotel for Fish Pirates for the original show. Mm -hmm. And then the high school students couldn't go because it was a bar. Right. And they really wanted to see the show. (laughs) So So they they did a special performance upstairs in... Of the Elks Club. It was the Elks Club at that time. Yeah. So I'm told. I don't know. I was just. Yeah. Young. My dad probably remembers. I just think that that's funny yeah, that yeah. there's that connection. It's such a like, you know, woo. Oh, it's just. <laughs> the show is such a part of of Ketchikan. It's, it's silly because in so many ways it, it really is a show that you either have to have lived here or know somebody who lives here to completely understand because there's so much about it that is just. 
just us. Right. Yeah. Just the silly, weird things that you find out by living here. Mm-hmm. So it's great to go to the show if you're from out of town with somebody who lives here because they can fill you in on things. Right. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, people, guests will come by themselves and they're like, well, I didn't really stand a lot of that. It was really cute, but I don't know what that was all about. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's very, well, let me help you out. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, though, because it, it's a show about a madam and the red light right. district and the ladies of the line. Uh-huh. And, you know, well, that, and, but then you get into fish pirates. Right. And you get, there's just things that there's, are not going to make sense if yes. you don't know the history yes. of the place. So yeah. anyway, it's yeah, it is definitely Ketchikan's little treasure. And um, and we'll be returning this and, year. Absolutely. Yeah. And for we've sure. Been happy caretakers of that. And again, just to say so grateful to Bob Knurk and Jim Alguire for letting us do this show. They uh, local local men who wrote it in 1966 and in about 1992 just let us start doing it royalty free and it's been a real delight. So thank you to them for keeping that going over the years. And also um, this show also has a sponsor which I think is just so so charming that um, the sponsor of the legacy that is First City Players is being sponsored by Legacy Real Estate. Oh, nice Legacy job. is sponsoring their legacy. Uh, legacy. Very hey, nice. Who's sponsoring uh, Honk? Island Island Veterinary Clinic. Thank you, Island Island Veterinary Clinic. We fitting. love Doctor yeah. Flom and very fitting. Yeah. Doctor Mana. Yeah, 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 we try to make those things work. Well. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I have do. the perfect show for you. It's Pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Speaking of veterinary clinics that are sponsoring shows. Um, so starting in July is art school. Ooh. And our junior art school, we're going to continue to do the junior art school and the senior art school. We did that for um, COVID uh, just because we wanted to keep as, people as separate as possible and mm-hmm. safe. The and numbers whatever. low. Yeah. And, and we found that it really, it really enhanced the experience for both age groups. So we're having two sessions of art school this summer, junior art school well three I guess it's three junior art school senior art school and then what I affectionately call littles art school (laughs) mini camp (laughs) so the junior art school which is rising so if you're in second grade now second through fifth grade now you will be rising third through sixth grade next fall and that's junior art school they will begin classes on um Tuesday July July 5th That is the only week that they will go through Friday, Tuesday through Friday. It will be Monday through Thursday, the following three weeks. And then they are performing Aristocats (gasps) Kids. Oh, my goodness. Right? So cute. Oh. So cute. Which is sponsored (laughs) by Stone Tree Veterinary (laughs) Clinic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that marketing check at First City Players is pretty pretty witty. Look at you go. (laughs) So, um... So yeah, so Aristocats. It's it's funny. There was a little girl that was in um, the New York Cafe the other day, and she's in our Star Path classes and has done art school in the past. And she she was talking about her kitty cat sweatshirt hoodie, and I was like, "That's Marie." And she was like, "Who's Marie?" And I was like, "Marie is an Aristocats." <laughs> yes, which you can be in this yeah. summer. And she had no clue who it was, but <laughs> you're like, that's all right. We planted a seed. She'll know. She'll know. Yes. Then our senior art school. Um, which is rising 7th through 12th grade, so middle school and high school, um, begins on July 18th. 
And they will be performing Frozen Junior. Okay. Finally. Finally. Because that was on the that was on the list, the season that the season uh, that, that died. That, that never happened. The season that COVID killed. Yes. That we did as a theater, and I'm so proud of this. We were one of the few theaters that did not remain dark longer than yeah. two months. Mm-hmm. And we did do shows you that did. summer. Yes, we you did. We did them concert style, but we did do a youth program. We did keep kids we busy. We did a radio show. Yep. We did I mean we did, we did a, fish you did a lot. And yeah. Fish Pirates that year, yeah, yes. So, um, yes, we're bringing back uh, shows from the season that COVID killed. Um, and they are, just, so Frozen <laughs> Junior will be Friday, August 12th, and Saturday afternoon, August 13th. So, um, in addition to that, the, the Littles Camp, the Mini Camp, um, will they're be, the mm-hmm. they're the rising kindergarten first and second grade. Okay, yeah. So if you're entering kindergarten this this coming fall, you are eligible for the Littles Camp. Okay. And that will, that runs side by side with the senior camp. So it starts on July 18th and they usually perform, they do the curtain warmer at the Saturday matinee. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's very the sweet. sweetest show. Whatever they do, and they create the show themselves with with their teachers, mm-hmm. and um, it's usually somehow related to the to this to the the senior art school show, and it's always just so sweet. Yeah, just darling, yeah. darling, darling, darling. And that one is sponsored by Providence Properties. No oh. witty connection there. Just no. generous, wonderful people. Love for community. That like to sp- yeah. Sponsor. Love yes. for community. So, exactly. So yeah, we're we're busy through the summer, and I should also say that we will be bringing the Ward Lake Theater Walk back again wonderful. Labor Day weekend. So if you are a writer, if you are a songwriter, if you are a dancer, you want to start thinking about short five minute or less plays songs dances spoken word that you can put together that can be performed somewhere around the ward lake trail and um in the rain would be best because <laughs> as we have discovered over the last two years you'll probably get wet it rains <laughs> um happens. it rains in a rain forest <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, so that's that's where we are. That's Labor Day weekend. So yeah, so tickets on sale this Friday for Honk. Mm-hmm. Auditions for Peter and the Starcatcher, April eighteenth and nineteenth. Um, auditions for uh, uh, Fish Pirate's Daughter, usually around Memorial Day, give mm-hmm. or take. That's also usually when we open registration for art school, okay. give or take. Yeah. Um, so just keep an eye out. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're pretty active on Facebook and, and Instagram. Yeah. And um, and we've been doing a pretty decent job of keeping our website up, say, updated. Hey, so good. Thank you, Jack Finnegan. Yeah, right? Good job. Our, our education coordinator slash webmaster. I was going to say, yeah, that is, Facebook's easy to keep updated, but those websites are Man, there way smart. more time oh, intensive. Yeah. More complicated. I know. Well, I just want to say a big thank you. I think I say this all often when you guys come on, but I really appreciate the work that you do um, to create just a positive living environment here Look in Ketchikan and you. nurturing and uh, promoting opportunity for people to have healthy, creative outlets, whether they are on the stage or they're working backstage. And um, and I tell people often, you know, we, we live on this little tiny island in Alaska, mm-hmm. but there and there's so much talent. There's mm-hmm. so much creativity. There's so, all, so much good right. stuff, and it's because we nurture it. Well, we foster. We yep. foster 
culture people. Yep. You know, I should say, especially about art school, that um, it is it really is a core philosophical belief mm. for, for city players that we will never ever turn a child away because a family is struggling to pay for a program. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the cost of doing art school and you say, there's no way I can afford to do that, there are incredibly generous people who have built a scholarship fund for us. Yeah. And we are happy and want to offer those scholarships. That money does nobody any good just sitting there in a bank account. Right. So please, please don't be embarrassed. There's nothing to be ashamed of that, that this is an expensive program. Right. We want to pay our teachers. We have, you know, things that, that it costs to do theater. Um, we also are, will, you you have a year, literally, to pay off anything that would be on top of the scholarship. Um that program starts at the beginning of our fiscal year, so you would have all the way until the following June 30th for whatever extra yeah. there is. And if there is no extra, you just need to whisper it into our ear because mm -hmm. we will tell nobody else. Yeah, we nobody. want you to be involved. We want you to come and play with us. We want your children to have this experience. Yeah, And the same thing goes for tickets um, to see mm -hmm. a show. If you... Times are tough. Times yeah. are tough. And if you need that, as you were saying earlier, that sunshine, that happiness, mm -hmm. that, that, I mean, honking, really, a lot of shows can provide, but you can't afford a ticket, get in touch with us. We have... We have ways to um, to to solicit your help, mm -hmm. and in turn, you can see a show. <laughs> or we have we offer what we call the pay what you can performances, which we don't do for every show, but most shows we will open that final dress rehearsal, and um, you can drop pennies in a bucket or you can drop $20 bill or write us a check whatever right. you we want. We have had people that pay what you can from literally I have had kids come in with they rob their piggy bank and yep. it's all pennies. That's cool to people who have written us very 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 generous checks. Yeah. So it runs the entire gamut. Right. We, there's no judgment. We don't care. It helps our actors to have that audience in mm -hmm. their final dress rehearsal. It's a gift to us and we appreciate people who are generous but we really if want you, you to come and see the show. If you can't pay anything, then that's what you can pay. Right. Right. You can show up and see the show. That's why it's a pay what you can. There right. are those other people who write those very generous checks because they know that other people are going to show up and can't pay anything. Yep. So it all, this community takes care of each right. other. But and really, we want you to have theater in your life. If you really can't, there's just really, you really want to see it. And there is no other options. None of these things work. Give us a call and talk to us. Mm -hmm. That's what we'll I would say. Mm -hmm. yeah. We'll find we a way. Yeah. We'll find a way. We always find a way. You were saying, you know, First City Players and riches the community and everything. And before I even went to First City, or went to work for First City Players, I worked for a couple other places in Ketchikan but first the players I had found a second home in and mm -hmm. it's really truly the reason that my husband and I bought a house to stay here mm -hmm. because he was like I, I've never seen you so happy <laughs> you should stay here I like happy yeah here. yeah it it fills a niche that yeah. there that not that you know that is unique all in itself performing arts being an actor or being a volunteer there's nothing else like it and yeah. so thank you for providing that opportunity I know firsthand how much my life has been impacted by Aww. it and then I oh, my dad um, yeah. he absolutely loves everything that you do Love and on that man. note now that I'm bawling I <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to say thank you to Elizabeth Nelson and Amanda Glanzer with First City Players. I uh, can't wait to talk to you next month. Yeah. Talk more about all the great stuff. And uh, I just hope you out there have a wonderful day. Stay warm, stay dry, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.